This is Mayor on Air, and it's a good morning to our Mayor Shane Pitt. G'day, mate. How are you going? Yeah, good morning, Cameron. Good to see you. Yeah, good to see you too, even though it's pretty oh, bleak it's, out it's there, isn't it? It's a shocker of a day, isn't it? It is, yeah. Oh, well, it's set to continue. We may get some uh, respite on Wednesday. Oh, <laughs> it Wednesday. Seems, <laughs> seems a long way away, let me tell you. All right, now we've got a couple of listener questions in the bag this morning. Uh, th- first of all, and we've uh, spoken about this before we came on here, um, a listener has a concern about a property in uh, Rosebury. Yeah, so I guess um, all I can say to that uh, resident is um, please make a an official complaint to council via an email or um, to the general manager. But I will take that one on notice and make sure that I do get, I do um, send an email to the general manager to to look at that. But it'd be good if anything like this comes comes about from our residents that they do um, notify council via mm. the uh, appropriate means of you know just sending an email to to the council and. Um, I'm sure, and if I guess you know, there may be residents out that aren't um, email live, uh, able to send emails either. So you know, just even a letter mm. to the council, just a note, um, mm. or a phone call, even you know, just to let council people know that you know there is an issue. And mm. uh, with regard to that, there is you know, it's a big issue right across Tasmania, yeah. and it's something which um, we have. Uh, I guess we've put our concerns forward to. Um, the state government with regard to being able to do something about these um, neglected properties. Yeah. Um, and we can abate, abate them, but if they're in a condition that they're not unsafe or something like yeah. that, well, abatements won't work. And normally abatements are around um, the length of grass and if they're a fire risk um, for a yeah. derelict property, doesn't sometimes may not fall into that, but if they yep. are a um, hazard as well, we can look at it from that side mm. of... Um, side of things as well. So, yeah, I guess um, what I urge all residents out there is to um, to go through the proper channels and um, submit a, you know, some sort of um, letter or an email to the council. Yep. Yep. It, it'd be a difficult area, particularly this one is more likely to be a, a private resident or private property, isn't it? It is, it is, it yeah. certainly is. And, you know, we, we have in the past... Uh, wrote to private residents um, from from the mayor's office just to highlight the fact that you know it isn't not a good look for our uh, towns, and we'd we'd hope that um, some of these properties could be um, worked on. And you know, and, uh, I guess if it is a, one of them properties that it is um, people have that um, are not no longer paying rates on it, well, we have got a three year period before we can put that up for auction as well. Yep. So. Um, and all those things will be looked at if we know about them. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. All right, so there you go. Make sure you get in contact with them. Send a complaint in. All right, here's a, here's another question. <laughs> it's a bit blunt. Um, as a dog owner on the West Coast, drawn and hearing on the radio at least every half an hour, which is a bit of an exaggeration, but anyway, about keeping up dog registration and about multiple dogs and having a kennel registration, which I feel is a good idea, but then the West Coast don't have a dedicated veterinarian in. He's only there on Tuesday, and if you uh, work, you have to leave work to take your animal to vet. Uh, also, no after hours or emergency. Could you please ask the mayor, which we're doing right now, why this is? Um, you take out our money for the, the dogs, but nothing in return. Well, I'm not sure there's anything you can do about it, is there? No, well, the uh, veterinarian services, we don't supply them. They are private, yes. um, right across the state, so it's not, um, we're not the only council that 
we don't provide veterinarian services and no, and no other council does. That is a private enterprise. Um, with regard to the uh, registration um, costs for for dogs, that assists with covering the um, the cost of the process for registra- uh, registering dogs, and that that's a uh, state government uh, legislation. Um, it's not set out by council. It is a state government legislation with regard to the uh, Dog Dog Control Act, um, and also dealing with complaints that we get from uh, other residents with regard to um, stray dogs and you know dogs that may be making too much noise and things like that. Yeah. So, so you know, but given saying that, that the registration fees probably only pay about fifty percent of that cost. That uh, from the complaints that we do get, and you know, if we, if there is a stray dog that is out there, and, and the owners don't come forward, we've got to take that uh, yeah, that dog up to right. the pound, yep. um, which in Launceston. So there's a cost involved in that, yeah. and then we also the ratepayer also has to pay for the cost of that dog being in the pound until um, either the owner comes forward or the the dog is relocated to another um, owner. So you know. I guess the the main crutch of this is you know a good dog owner, if they're doing the right exactly, thing. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, hopefully we can get to a stage where we won't have complaints yeah. from dog uh, from uh, residents with That's regard right. to dogs. And then yeah, yeah. there are and there yeah. are a lot of stray dogs around just wandering around, and um, it's great concern to me. Um, just make sure your dog is actually well secured in the backyard. And um, because the, and that leads to other things like mm. um, dogs, you know, um, um, leaving their droppings in the middle of the street, which is not a good thing at all. So there's a lot of reasons uh, why you should make sure your dog is secure in your back uh, yeah, when you're not there so they don't wander off. Yeah, yeah, yes, that's correct. And, you know, when you look at – we used to have a full-time vet down here for a yep. long period of, period of time. And I guess, it, you know, people move away and they'll yeah. – um, Resident base has dropped, and it, yeah. it, there's no, um, I guess, to have a full time vet here, um, it's not viable yeah. for a, for a business to That's run right. that. Um, and given that you know we're only looking at dogs and cats mainly here on the west coast, we haven't got the horses and things like that. There are no. a few horses, yeah. of course, but a lot of vets in other uh, other communities do look after a lot of other animals as well. So, um, yeah. and which makes it more viable for the vets to be. To be in business in that area, yeah. so yeah. yeah, yeah, no, it would be it would be a good idea. Uh, quick shout out to Sam too in Queenstown, who's the local vet nurse who does the, all that she can. Exactly as right. Well, yeah, but she's still restricted in what she can do. Exactly, yeah. and you know she'll she'll go out of her way yeah. to assist um, assist any resident where she can, um, and to the to the stand, you know, to mm. the level that she can offer, um, yeah. which is really good. And you know, if it wasn't for Sam, there'd be a lot more other. Animals out there in a lot more worse condition. Exactly. Than, yeah, so I guess it's one of them things that, you know, it's like anything living in a remote area like this, um, even our health services, we struggle. You know, yeah. People have got to travel out of, just for our own health, yeah, got to travel out right. of the West, and we've yeah. got to take time off work to do that. Exactly. Then, yeah, so it's, so yeah. It's not a great situation. It's not, it's not. Yeah. And I guess that's one thing we're talking all the time with the state government about their services yeah. that we've got here on the West Coast and yeah. how they can be improved. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, there's a fair bit uh, happening with the council at the moment. Let's have a look at our rates. Yeah, so rate notices are out, so you should receive them by the end of uh, July. So if you haven't received it 
by the end of July, please notify the office. So we've got the three three percent discount applies to rates paid in full on or before the twenty fifth of August this year. Um, yes, yeah, so I guess um, if you received a rate notice for a property you have recently sold, please disregard the rate notice as it often sometimes takes some weeks for the um, the sale to register. So that then that'll um, be on yep. the rates notice will be. Um, sent out to the new new owner. So um, I guess if the other thing is on that side, if you've uh, recently purchased a property and the rates notice will be issued once council have um, advised of the sale. So, you know, there is some a little bit of a time frame there that does overlap. Mm. And, of course, as we mentioned quite often, if people have got difficulties in paying, please contact the office. Don't leave it in abeyance. Just yep. you know, contact the office and they'll come to some arrangement and make yep. up. You know, we have got a, uh, payment plans available, et cetera. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, I guess we just don't want to see people um, leave them and then get mm. get uh, notices to say that their notes are in their ears. But if they come and talk to talk to council, um, we'll come up to some, with some solution. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, with regard to that. Yep. yep. And I guess the other thing is that, you know, it's been uh, publicised recently that the West Coast is probably is the highest, um, our ho- rates went up the highest across the North West Coast uh, this year. Well, we did send that letter out last year with our rate notices saying that all uh, properties on the West Coast had a revaluation last year. And a lot of them properties would have went up 100% if we hadn't capped it at 10%. And yeah. we did say then that we would be capping it again at 10% this year, which we've done. Um, so, yeah, it's um, you know we, it's one of them things that we've seen that if we had have um, sent out our rates last year on the revaluation of some of the properties, there would have been a, you know, a vast increase in a lot of people's uh, rates. So we capped it at the 10% and kept it the same this year. So, hmm. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Good points there. All right. Let's have a look at a free event coming up in relation to safeguarding volunteering. Yeah. So the West Coast Community Groups and Volunteers are invited to attend the West Coast Forum. That's over at the West Coast Study Hub on uh Tuesday the 18th of July from 9.30 to 4pm. So it's I guess this uh, forum's designed to enable you, um, volunteers and people to have their say and work together to design some strategies um, to build our volunteer community yep. on the West Coast. You know, we see quite often now that a lot of our, um, even, you know, our fire Fireys at the moment, they're struggling for volunteers. Yeah. SES, um, the Lions, you know, all these, and uh, the football clubs, they're all yeah, struggling exactly. for volunteers. Yep. So, you know, we need to come up with a way that we can, yeah. you know, into the future we can make sure that our volunteers are, are out there and, you know, we can get some of these young people involved absolutely. in volunteering. Absolutely. That's very important. They, they are our future, of course. Yes. No, that's absolutely So, absolutely with regard... True. With regards to that, sorry, Ken. Yeah, you're all right. Um, we've also got video conferencing available via Teams, so if okay. anyone can't attend, um, they can do it via Teams. So all they right. need to do is um, contact the um, Growth and Change Department there at Council, and they should be able to um, fix them up with the Teams invite. Yeah. Okay, great. Also, uh, for the kids, uh, Children's University West Coast Heritage Centre Open Days. Sounds exciting. Yeah, it does. Yeah, uh, this is really exciting. So the West Coast uh, Heritage Museum over there in Zoom is offering um, d- Open Days on the 19th and 20th of July, um, which and you just uh, 
not just for children university members, they're for all children and families. So, you know, come along, take the museum tour, challenge yourself to the scavenger hunt, which they're um, offering over there, and learn more yeah. about mining. So, yeah. you know, for those that haven't been in the Heritage um, Museum over there at Zoon, it's uh, a tremendous place and it's uh, got a hell of a lot of um, wealth of knowledge Absolutely. in there about the uh, yeah. history of mining here on the West Coast and um, and about the wild West Coast, you know, not, not just mining, the, the railways and uh, the shipping that come out of um, Trial Harbour and and uh, Granville mm, Harbour yep. and um, Strawn, you know, it's a, it's there's a lot in over there, and it certainly is. So the, also the university will have a drone and robotics and a VR yep. headset activities happening over there as well. And Hydro Tasmania will also be there. They'll have their uh, Terminator, which uh, offers children and youth to make and test uh, water mm. turbines. So yep. yeah, no, it's good. And actually, talking of that sort of thing at the Galley Museum, I think kids love rocks. Mm. So yeah. there's a wonderful rock collection um, from uh, from the obviously the mines at the Galley Museum in Queenstown. That's uh, worth checking out as well. Yeah. So yeah, yeah no, it is, and yeah. I guess uh, even the Galley Museum itself, the, you know, oh, yeah. the, the volunteers there do a tremendous yeah, job. They do. And what a what a um, what a great place for for Queenstown and the West Coast. Absolutely, both both of these museums. Yeah, yeah and terrific. You know, so the tours over there at the Zine Museum are from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. So, yeah, please, uh, mm. parents, get your kids along to that event. Yep. Yeah. All right, and we'll finish off. Plenty of things to do that uh, you're providing at the West Coast Council for uh, the uh, youth school holiday programs. Tell yes. us about it. So that's another – that's happening again this year. Yeah. Um, so it's our growth and change department, again, have really stepped up, yeah. uh, stepped up the plate yep. to – to assist with this area that, um, you know, a lot of during the school holidays, you know, especially during winter, there's not a lot for the kids to do. But now there is, um, you know, the Council Growth and Change Department have certainly um, stepped up to the plate here and um, it's still on for another week. Uh, events are open for school-aged children and youth right across the West Coast. So there's events that um, are being provided by the West Coast Council, the li- West Coast Libraries, Rosebury Neighbourhood House and Zoon Neighbourhood House and the West Coast Heritage Centre, so as we mentioned earlier. So, yeah, there's um, a lot of sports, fun days, movie marathons, cake decorating and uh, puppet shows. You know, raw, wild, yeah, a wide range of activities available. <laughs> <laughs> it is wild too, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so there are all them activities available on the council's website and Facebook pages. But if anyone wants any more information, um, they can call the Growth and Change team on 0467 897 153 or email growthandchange All righty. Well, we'll leave it there for this week. Thanks very much for your time. There's uh, certainly plenty happening. And uh, as always, we thank you for your time and uh, we'll talk to you next week. No worries. Thanks, Cameron. Good on you. Mayor Shane Pitt joining us uh, for Mayor On Air for this week. And of course, we'll uh, have another edition same time next Friday. And if you have a question for the Mayor, you can uh, email anytime to qestudio at arn.com.au.